0: It's the How Games Make Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Grubb. I write for GamesBeat.com. This is the show where I talk to people working in and around games and ask them, is it all about zoning regulations? New episodes come out when they're ready. On this episode, I speak with Colossal Order Chief Executive Officer Marina Halakanen about the studio's city building simulator, City Skylines. That game is now six years old. Marina and I talk about supporting a game for more than half a decade, as well as how things change when a game immediately surpasses its sales expectations. Marina uh, is also harboring uh, this idea about a horse game in her heart, and we talk a little bit about that and maybe the the, the the situation that might cause her to make that game. First, though, thank you for listening. You can get more from me at gamesbeat.com. Email me about the podcast at jeff.grub at gmail.com with the subject line, How Games Make Money or reach out on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Grubb. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash Jeff Grubb. Anything you provide will keep the show going. Uh, You can also join the Discord. And if you join the Discord and the Patreon, you get access to some secret channels in there, including the podcast producers channel if you have ideas for this show or any of the other stuff I do. Okay, with all that stuff out of the way, let's go talk to Marina about City Skyline right now. Joining me now is Marina. Marina, go ahead, introduce yourself to all the listeners out there.
1: Hi, my name is Marina Hallikainen. Uh, I'm the CEO of Colossal Order, and we have made a game called City Skylines.
0: And I, I, one of the reasons we're talking is, um, it's my understanding, it's the game's sixth anniversary. Is that right? Has time really flown by that fast? Is that right? Six years?
1: I can't believe it, but it has. <laughs> it's, it's been six years since uh, City Skylines came out
0: does it seem like a long time or has it flown by and uh, like when you look back have things changed drastically like what like how do you view this game over those 6 years
1: i mean <laughs> i have to be very honest here and and the time has really just flown by um i can't believe it's been 6 years i mean we were just basically working on working on the game waiting for the release um i think it's 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 been a really great Uh, journey and because there are so many so many things we wanted to kind of work on for the game and and add to it so it it really feels like um you know like the game has been you know evolving that entire six years so it really doesn't feel like that long long ago uh from the release to be honest
0: yeah i mean i I guess um as like you were waiting for the game to come out and and uh and kind of imagining the the life cycle the game might have um did the reality at all match what you expected or or honestly it's so long ago you kind of can't even remember what you were expecting like because you've just done so much work on the game since then
1: no no i mean we 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 had um very kind of modest expectations for for city skylines um i'm not sure if you if you know, uh, the games we worked on before were mass transit simulators. Uh, so Cities in Motion and Cities in Motion 2 were the games. Right. And they, they were a very moderate success. Um, and uh, if, if we think about Cities Skylines, we, were, we understood that this is for a broader audience than, than the mass transit simulators. But in the end, I mean, we were pretty much unknown as a developer and paradox also wasn't as big of a publisher as as they are now so uh back in the day it was it was re- we were we actually had a target which was tr- uh, 300,000 copies sold and we would be like very very happy and successful and and thinking that okay that would justify us to work on the game for a while and then you know we move move on to the next next title but it it was it was re- really amazing because i think it was in the in the wasn't in the first week that it sold like half a million copies, and we were thinking <laughs> that okay, um, we need to adjust the targets seriously again. Like this is this is <laughs> amazing, uh, unexpected. It was just it was just a crazy ride for us, and has been since.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's talk about adjusting those targets. Like, as you adjust yeah. the targets, what does that mean uh, f- for the the company? What does that mean for the developers? What does it mean for the scope? Uh, like, when you go from thinking three hundred thousand copies and that would justify, you know, s- some you know additional stuff in the future, uh, and you go to five hundred thousand copies in the first week, uh, what does that enable you? What does that mean overall?
1: I mean, it was it was amazing um, in in a sense that I think the biggest kind of unexpected consequence was was the community around the project so basically we had so much uh feedback suggestions ideas coming from the actual players so so immediately for city skylines there was this community forming around the game and i think that was that was really wonderful uh, for us because it really started to guide uh the development in a sense that we could actually discuss with our fans with the players and figure out that what should where should we take this game and what should we working on uh, we should be working on next and i think um that was really for us to kind of um change or adjustment in in the scope and everything and like what what would the future hold for this game and it it basically made it, made it possible that we could um improve the modding tools i mean it's not something that directly makes money uh, if if you think about modding, but just right. to be you know supporting the community, supporting the modding, um, that's that's really important to us. And that was uh, of course more <laughs> uh, like possible for us um, after after such a success on on the release. And then again, also for the expansions. So, so for us uh, to kind of adjust even the expansion plan for the game so that it, it became possible for us to add so many things and to have that support from the community it was it was really just and it still is amazing
0: the show's called how games make money but it, you know we bring up stuff like modding tools and yeah uh, yeah there's no there's no one-to- one where it's like you add the modding tools and that is going to lead to you know so much revenue it, it, but it it's um it is so much more complicated than that and you know in in a kind of in a, a nice way where if you uh, are, are doing things and it's uh, you know for the players sounds very uh, i guess hokey it sounds generic mm. or sound, yeah but but cheesy uh, but it's it really is like if you are doing stuff that is that the community appreciates um that has its own sort of dividends and that can turn into I, uh, revenue and support and, and positive feelings from the audience. And, uh, and I guess, yeah we, like we're looking back now and you know, you have six years of data, um, as you do those things, do you think, do you see times where it's like, okay, the, the game like really kind of pops here or there, or just it, yeah. it's, it, it pops over time uh, because we did so much work in these other areas that didn't necessarily read to lead to direct revenue. H- have you seen that?
1: well i mean it, it's it's not necessarily that you can see this like um in a in a very like clear points in time right like, okay there we there we implemented um a new modding modding tool for example for building or building roads that was a tool that became uh, came later later like post release but the thing there is that I think the biggest learning we had um with Cities in motion which was the very first game that we developed as a as a company. So this game came out in 2011, and uh, we made it with an in-house engine um, that was really <laughs> well. It was it was um basically developed by by our one of our founders. So so one programmer actually made that engine for for us, and uh, we we re- made, made, <laughs> we developed the game and we released. Um, the city's motion with this this engine, and when when the game came out, we we noticed that there was a lot of people actually modding the game because there was nothing to prevent them from doing it. So there we basically the uh, engine was completely like an open book for for anyone who could um, you know 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 a bit of code. So it was it was really amazing to see how important that whole modding thing was for the players and for the community with our this very small game that we had made. And um from from that point on we understood that this is kind of in the core of our business. Like this is this is the type of games we want to make. We want to offer the players the freedom to create something of their own. And and our games are almost like a platform for the players to to get creative. So uh, modding is really an important part. It's 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 really like part of the game itself. So and the experience itself. So if you look at City Skylines, and um, the release, we started to see mods coming up uh, immediately for for in the Steam Workshop. There's I think there's over two hundred and forty thousand mods nowadays. And uh, the thing there is that you can't really put a price or or you you can't really see the direct kind of revenue from this but it is such an important thing for the game and i think without that we wouldn't be making the money we we have with Cities skylines because it's really something that gets people excited it you know people come back to the game um, to see what's new there and i think there's it's it's really i don't know i hope no one uh, in the industry, anymore thinks that modding is somehow competing with right. the developer, because I believe it's really enhancing.
0: It works for the biggest games in the world, right? Like Skyrim uh, has been around for how long and it, it stays on the top of the Steam stats charts because... Yeah like one of the big reasons is, is modding. I mean, it's a, it's a great game that people want to go back to, but yeah. um, modding gives them even more reasons to do so. I, I, I guess uh, it leads me to a question, right? Where, um, you know, it, you enable all this new content to come in from the community, you all make new content. Uh, and uh, I guess is the, when you're doing this, are you thinking about, okay, we're doing this to serve the existing audience or is it more to bring in new players uh, or is it just, is it obviously a combination of the both?
1: uh well when we work on an update for the game so basically for city skylines we've made paid expansions uh which is clearly right. something new that justifies uh us asking money from the player basically like we're bringing you something that you don't have yet um and over here there there is something that might be overlapping with the with the mods that are there but we have to remember that we also um have players who don't want to kind of engage in modding uh they they don't find it appealing so it's easier for them to get that content um like the new content from from um the developer as in form of expansions and uh for them it's a it's a it's a clear thing to see what is there they can trust it works and then there is the more experimental player who wants to kind of just explore Every, everything and uh, and all that is actually available for the game, even if it always doesn't work. Um, but the thing is that for us, it's been always important to also have this like free update with the expansions, which actually enhances the the game for everyone. so uh, over there we have for example uh had a lot of uh new features. Uh, coming to the game, which basically have been oversights, um, that we have then noticed that somebody made a mod for it, and we realized that, oh gosh, we don't actually have this in the game. And then we feel slightly embarrassed, and uh, then, then add it as a free update because we feel that everyone should have this uh, feature or tool. And let me give you an example. One of the first mods that actually appeared on Steam Workshop in in like af- after the release uh, it was uh a tool where you can actually as an upgrade switch the um the one way street direction. And then we started to check like, hang on a sec, like can't you actually do this in the game? Like don't we have you know a tool that it, right. but we actually had it so that you had to delete the one way road and then basically build it again and, and we oh, felt no. really bad <laughs> and that was like <laughs> no one of the first things we fixed for the game and it was like, thank you, Mother, for pointing this uh-huh. out.
0: <laughs> I was just like looking at the Steam stats charts. I, I mean, you guys are are, are right up there with, with games like Skyrim in terms of like uh, daily active users. I, I, I mean, it, that just seems like it's, it's, it's such a passionate community it's I mean, it almost feels like you're, you're underselling it right like where you're like yeah we We, we with these people like they, they, they mods they're coming but it's like it does it feel good every day like do you feel i guess job security does it feel like you guys feel like okay we, we have this audience that we know wants to play our game a lot for a very long time yeah uh does that just a- add something to your to your job each day where like you could feel good about going into work and and getting stuff done
1: yeah i mean it's it's a huge part in this industry to be able to kind of trust that you have created something that is long lasting. And, yeah. um, it, it really is something that we absolutely appreciate and value because the, the industry is, it's, it's very volatile. Um, you, when you release something new, new you never really know how it's going to go. Uh, it's the same with the, with the expansions that we've released. We are, we're always very anxious to see how, how the players, you know, uh, React to those. How they how they feel about the free update? Is the content interesting? Did we miss the mark? How it, how that's gonna go? And uh, it, it is it's always such a great thing to see when people are enjoying the new content and and really understand the kind of work we put into the into the game. And it, it's really a collaborative effort in a sense that I think we've managed to bring so many of the community suggestions and ideas to the game that. It, it really, really feels like, um, well, amazing collaboration with the community. And uh, I, I have to say that just thinking about the, the whole, like, um, how, how City Skylines has gone for us as a company, we, we made quite a lot of money in the first year, um, which we have then put aside as, as kind of like a, a reserve that if something were to go wrong because I, I, I'm a very big believer in um, employee happiness and the team's yeah. happiness is, is key for us to making successful games. And uh, I want to make sure that even when we do have those kind of... Uh, W- worst times financially or or uh difficulties i mean we've seen now now in the last in the last year that the world can throw quite a quite yeah. a curveball at us so um it's it's such an important thing for me to be able to uh kind of give that job security to the entire team at colossal order and and see guidelines really made that possible for us so so now i feel like we can we can continue working on the game. We can we can uh, have that security for the future. Like we 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 have to always remember that we like I I think and this is this is one of the things that we can't kind of settle for what we've achieved so far. I I believe that we need to always push further and figure out how to do things better. And I think the modding community is actually one of those things that really is kind of you know sparring us to do better and i think that's just a amazing amazing thing to have
0: yeah Uh, you you touched on a a question i wanted to ask where um it's you know the the business is volatile it's nice to make a game that uh you know to continue working on a game that people uh really seem to like and want you to keep working on Um, I, i guess let me ask do you do you prefer continuing to work on the same game as opposed to necessarily like putting all efforts into making something new? And how do you think the players feel about that? Players seem to, do the players seem to enjoy the fact that you guys are supporting this thing they already have as opposed to working on the sequel or whatever.
1: Well, I mean, if you if you think about um, City Skylines, I think it's really like a platform, yeah. um, and 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 there's the, it it just wasn't ready. I mean. Um, it's something that we, we felt like there's still more to give. Um, and I mean, I do understand uh, the kind of attraction for something new, and yeah. there is a time for that, of course. But in, in a sense that um, for, for us, we, we find like for Colossal Order, like the team, we have always made city builders in, in a sense. Like we have built the company uh, in the hopes that one day we will which this yeah. is from 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 our like um uh, kind of strategies like we want to make the SimCity city killer like kid you right. not this was back in two thousand and nine or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> so we we found the company and we we were saying like one day we will make a you know grand city builder game, and then mm-hmm. we realized we're five people and we can't do it yet. So we have to do something smaller to, to start mm-hmm. with. And, and we focused on the mass transit. But um, it's, it's really the genre everyone at Colossal Order loves and wants to work on. So um, and, and City Skylines is, is the kind of game where I see uh, value in, in, in working on it for the longer period. Because yeah. it is such an amazing community we have we have so much to give in a sense so i think i mean this is one of those things that uh, rushing something new and 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 just with minor changes doesn't make any sense it doesn't bring enough value and uh, i i try to think about the projects the games we make uh, in a sense that when when does it, you mentioned the sequel, when does it really make a sense to start working on something like that? We really have to always kind of look at the whole picture and think about not only like how do we make the most money, but what actually makes most sense for the developer, us in at Colossal Order, what makes sense to our players, our community, and for the project. And then we have to balance it out and find the best solution.
0: City skylines seems like it's part a of a natural order that is uh, appearing in video games, where um, genres get established, you know, you know, many years ago, or in the early days of gaming, or or you know, in, d- during you know the two thousands or whatever, and they're usually made by really big companies with really mm. massive budgets and huge studios, and then uh, they make you know sequel after sequel, and then uh, they someone at that co- at those big companies uh, usually an accountant sees that like. One line is going below another line on a spreadsheet and they're like, "Okay, well, now it doesn't make sense for us to really invest this much money in this Mm -hmm. genre anymore. Let's go. Let's find greener pastures. Uh, And then in that, you know, that vacuum where like I think uh, gamers feel a lot of anxiety about this sort of stuff, Uh, you know, you look around, you're like, oh, the immersive sim genre isn't selling very well. Is that going to go away? And it seems like what's actually going to happen is what happened with city builders where. Uh, a, an indie studio or smaller studio is going to fill that gap and and slowly build up something over time that is uh just as good and then eventually better uh is that is this something that you think is applicable to uh you know all of gaming or, 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 you know do you feel, do you look around and see others, other th- similar things happening to what happened with city skylines in the city builder genre well i mean
1: i think it's kind of um it's kind of a natural order of things in a sense that if you think about those big companies they have massive structures uh kind of the 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 cost that goes into the project that the big companies make it it, they, they are in a very difficult situation because uh the the bigger the project, the the more kind of known brands you have to put so much uh money to actually develop something new for 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 those and and something that I, I think it's one of those things that things just get bigger and bigger and bigger and uh, it's it's really difficult to get back from that like how yeah. how would you do that so so then it makes sense that they basically evaluate that does it make sense to invest this much in this genre anymore it most likely at some point doesn't and then you know there there is this kind of a natural pause um, and yeah. and then it, that allows for the smaller uh, indie studios to kind of take a stab at these genres, and and then you know someone gets really lucky, like we did with City Skylines, because let's be honest, um, we had perfect timing. It right. Spot <laughs> on. It was not planned, <laughs> but, but damn, we were lucky, and um, it's it's really um, something that also. I feel like we have to be all the time on our toes and and make the best decisions for city skylines because there might be a team out there who is kind of you know eyeing our project in a way that we can do that better. And it's only a matter of time when we start to get serious competition. And and we have already a lot of um, developers have kind of noticed that. There are still players in the in the simulation genre because I think the the genre kind of had a decline of interest yeah. um, SimCity four really dominated for a long time for for like ten years, um, even actually more than that so it it was kind of like um I don't think maybe maybe the bigger companies didn't want to kind of start competing with that. There wasn't really anyone that, um, you know, interested in the genre. And then we started to see mobile gaming, everything like that. The money went there. When we started uh, Colossal Order, everybody told us that PC is dead. Don't go there. There's this, you know, (laughs) uh, mobile gaming market that you should be looking into. And we were completely, uh, like, we we were so stubborn. We were just saying (laughs) that, no, no we want to make these types of games. These are the types of games we know and we can actually create uh, with the small team that we have. And and we believe that there is money to be made here. And uh, that's something that I feel that we kind of went against all advice and went there. And I think it's, it's really great to see um, new developers you know taking on old genres taking on new genres figuring out i mean gaming is such a huge you know there's so much variety there's so much room for developers to to and and so many players i mean we have new completely new player segments it's it's a wonderful you know uh wonderful to see
0: I, you know, so SimCity uh, 2013 comes out, and it's uh, it's this game that I think was it was an okay game, but it had just had a lot of issues. It was made in a way that was like a very much hedging against this idea that P- uh, you could tell that the EA was worried that PC was dying, and like they mm. very much wanted to focus on security first, and made it always online, and tried to build yeah. some features that that worked with that, uh, and. The people that were playing on PC at that time uh, d- absolutely just kind of rebelled against it, and, and they were very much... I mean, I was covering it at the time, and I remember like story yeah. after story about how this game was just sort of imploding, um, yeah. and... Uh, and it's not like it was like only EA and only SimCity. Uh, I think uh, the entire industry was worried about mobile and mobile sort of uh, usurping all of the revenue and everyone yeah. going to mobile and their consoles weren't even going to be around. This is the last console generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could tell that like Sony and Microsoft were both worried about that, too, by the way, that they yeah. made their systems. They were very much hedging against this idea that, uh, you know, mobile is going to take over clearly you guys just you, you knew the game that you wanted to make and it seemed to uh it, and i think the i think the the, the impulses that you seem to be acting on uh were the impulses that a lot of fans w- were like looking for like they were like yes we still want to play on pc we still want these mm. kinds of games and, and and this is what we want now I, you also talked about like um there could be someone else out there that's like looking to take down city skylines and like to, yeah. to be the next one, one, like just in the same way you guys were like, Oh, let's build the Sim city Killer." Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say that, let's say that does happen. What's, what's next?
1: I think, uh, how we try to build our games and our projects is, is that we stay relevant. So, so mm-hmm. kind of don't, don't give room for the, for the competition in, in a way that I think we have, um, we, we have to, uh always kind of be aware of the situation that there might be there might be someone out there and there might be um a game that that is a f- fantastic game and and it will it will kind of overtake city skylines but but what we have on our side is is the strong community is the modding i know it's not easy to make that happen for a game so so we do have um advantages over some other developers because we have been really focusing on this and and making decisions every step of the way to kind of make sure that uh, our community gets gets the best uh, from Cities skylines that that it possibly can. And um, I mean, it's 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 part of the game industry that there you you have successes and then you have less successful projects that you release, and that's just kind of you you have to you have to take that into account. And basically what we have done at Colossal Order is that we make sure we have a reserve in place if um we start to see a decline of interest in our product or, or City Skylines for example would lose all the players, nobody buys anything related to it anymore. We have to come up with something new um mm-hmm. and and i think that's just natural at some point we'll have to come up with something new i hope everybody still keeps playing city of skylines and, <laughs> and and enjoys it but we really kind of can't um just you know uh think that this is forever because it's not we have to we have to work all the time toward um working on a game that actually is relevant and makes sense for the players. And, uh, I think, I mean, and we have some new, new game ideas, of course. I mean, I don't think anyone who wouldn't have working in the industry. I, I have my own dear, um, uh, <laughs> game idea that I have kept with me ever since I, I, when we, when we started, founded a uh, colossal order, I, I have, I'm a avid, um, horse fan. I, I want mm-hmm. to make a game about horses because I don't <laughs> think there is a really really good quality horse game um, out there that I would love to you know spend mm-hmm. all my time on and that needs to happen at some point.
0: Excellent, yeah, that's uh, that, that, I I would definitely check that out. I, there's uh, <laughs> I, I there was a um, the company that makes game I think Game Freak made a, a horse game for the DS. So it's not exactly what you not a horse simulation like you're talking about, but uh, yeah. I, there's just something about anything involving horse racing is, is always interesting to me uh, so yeah i would definitely check that out uh that's let
1: cool me, uh, i'll let you know when we have the game coming <laughs> please
0: absolutely yeah i would love that uh, uh maria thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me i i, I really appreciate it. it was it was very illuminating uh it, it, you want to tell people uh, anything more about like the six-year anniversary anything that people should know about the, who are listening uh, about the game uh, before we, before i let you go
1: well, absolutely. If, if if you haven't checked out City Skylines, now it's a great time to do so. We have been adding uh, six years of free updates to the game, so it's definitely worth whatever the price is nowadays. <laughs> so if, if you're not familiar, please check City Skylines
0: out. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll be back with a new episode whenever it's ready. Until then, have a good one, take care of yourself, and goodbye.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.